Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. Good day to you. This is Brad Zockel, and you're listening to the Questions About Heaven podcast. It's beautiful weather here in the Carolinas, and uh, there's not many times that we get into a depressed feeling whenever we're looking outside on the countryside or looking over across at Table Rock State Park, or we're going over to one of the lakes, the many lakes here, or uh, just heading over toward the ocean, Atlantic Ocean, uh, on a vacation. But, you know, we always have to come back from that, don't we? You know, when we have the height of the best of vacations, there might even be something going on while we're there. In the midst of vacation, somebody uh, gets sick. Uh, There was a time when we were, years ago, we were all heading out uh, down to the Gulf Coast, and my boy, who's my my oldest boy, when he was in his middle school uh, years, uh, contracted uh, flu-like symptoms and was just, I'm telling you, grossly sick for the better part of a couple of days. And then there was an injury that I sustained on another vacation, and so pain seems to be a part of our existence, whether we're in a good situation or not. Well, that comes up into a common question whenever I am traveling and speaking in the Heaven is Home conferences, and virtually every time when we have a Q&A session, and I like to have Q&A sessions, I like to be able to talk with uh, my good friends uh, wherever we are, and I was in Maryland not too recently here in Easton, and the very same question came up as it had been the question in Atmore, Alabama, and over in Knoxville, Tennessee, and in Walhalla, South Carolina, virtually everywhere, whether I'm in a coffee house, or I'm in a church service, or a camp, people will ask, can you tell me about that we will finally be free of pain? Will there be any sorrow in heaven? Does What does the Bible say about that? And really, why do we suffer now? So let's take a minute, and let's talk about that. And perhaps I'm talking with somebody right now that is, uh, you're facing this. You're facing pain, physical pain right now. I have a very good friend uh, who is in Texas and housebound, and uh, he is in a wheelchair and doing the best that he can, but it's a, a daily painful existence. And my former senior pastor, Bobby McCoy, is a quadriplegic. Uh, he's a senior pastor in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and there are limitations and pains that he endures every day in the over a decade-long time that uh, he has been facing uh, his quadriplegic experience since an accident uh, his senior year at college. There are those that face deep depression, or some are still mourning the loss of somebody, and there's a heartfelt pain. And they'll ask me, is there a, just a promise? Can we find anything in, in the Bible that tells us that we're going to be in a place with the Lord, and we're not going to have to face that anymore? Well, when we look at the scriptures, we can look at Romans chapter 12 and verse 12, and it tells us there's one very solid thing we can do. We can rejoice in hope. You know, right now, Romans chapter 8, verses 19 through 22 says everything, everything faces just the stress of this present world, is under the curse, groans to be delivered, everything. That includes weather, the animal kingdom, of course, you and I um, as mortals and uh, the, the plants, and everything you can think of is facing that restriction because of the curse of sin. 
But we can, as Romans 12, 12 says, we can rejoice in hope. And then we have Paul saying something very, very odd. But when you follow the principle of Romans chapter 12 and verse 12, there is a hope in the future from God to be away from pain. Then we see what Paul says, for this slight momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. He's talking about that injury that causes you to be in a wheelchair or to be bedridden. That is a slight momentary affliction or the pain of that divorce when somebody had left you. And day by day, you grieve on that. That's a slight momentary affliction, especially one that I knew that the person had left them because of their faith in Christ. There are, there are just so many things that you would face that seem so, so heart-stopping. And Paul would dare say that they're a slight momentary affliction. Yes, because he says this. It is in comparison to the eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Eternal weight of glory. It's like saying this, uh, you know, if I can use a secular example, well, you have Super Bowl tickets, but you're going to have to hike from your parking place down to the stadium to pick up those tickets. And you're thinking, my goodness, yeah, yeah, they were left for you. But you're going to have to put in a bit of time here, get your hiking shoes on, because the way that the parking is around the stadium, you're going to have to do a bit of walking. And so you're thinking, I'd walk six miles for free Super Bowl tickets for my favorite team to be there. Well, this is kind of the comparison. You you wouldn't even think. You would not go back home after your team won and say, you're not going to believe this. We had to hike miles to get to the stadium. Even if it was a bit tiring, it's still well worth it, isn't it? Or you would say this, you're going to have to study hard but the result is, this is the final test that you take, and you're going to get your doctorate. You will get your PhD. And with that, there's a career uh, heading there. There are people waiting in the wings to offer you a career job. And you'd say, afterward, that test may have been hard for a, a study, but it was so worth it. That's what this is talking about here. And we face the pains today. And some of the people, as my uh, country pastor used to say when I was little, it, this kind of pain makes some people bitter. It makes some people better. And Paul says, when we rejoice in hope, such as Romans 12, 12, then we can see these things are better. Because Colossians chapter 3 and verse 2 says, we set our minds on things that are above. And in the midst of the times that I've felt pain, physical, emotional, and even spiritual, the one thing that gave me peace, as Philippians 4 verse 7 says, that I can't even understand or explain, was the fact that I was able to look above, and the Lord says, I'm carrying you through, I'm taking you through, and there are better things. It, that, that's why we can freely say in Lamentations chapter 3, his mercies are new every day. If we keep our eye on him, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2, keeping our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, for the joy that lay before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. Well, there's two things here. Number one, I wouldn't have a problem if I knew who designed the race course and they know exactly where the finish line is and they know how it goes going about uh, from the starting line uh, the way the race goes and we can look at them and we say, now, is this going to be okay? Yes, well, I designed it. And the finish line 
is a wonderful reward. You can make it. And in looking at that, that's what I think about when I think that Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. It's like he designed the race course. He knows how we can do. He takes care of it. And the rewards, he knows exactly the rewards we're going to get. We don't know. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9 says, we can't even imagine the things that God has prepared for those who love him. But we can see these things. And the one thing that I want to talk about first here and, and, and key off on is among the many different things that we face. There are friends out here that face some deep physical pain. I'm probably talking to maybe at least a third of those listening to this podcast. You have a physical ailment right now, or someone very dear to you has a physical ailment. And when I think about that, there's one very solid point at this time I want to bring to you in here. When we look at, in heaven, when it says in Revelation chapter 22 and verse 3, in the presence of God in Revelation chapter 21 and 22, it talks about there will no longer be any curse. And what that means is tied in with Revelation 21 and verse 4. There is not going to be any more pain. You see, we go back to the prophecy of Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 5, and it says that the Lord Jesus Christ was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Isaiah 53, 5. And you say, well, now, wait, wait, wait. That has to do more with spiritual than with physical, wouldn't it? That might be so. I believe it includes both because of what the scripture holds here. Listen to this, okay? If you go to Matthew chapter 8 and verse 17, Peter's mother-in-law was deathly sick. If you remember this passage in Matthew chapter 8, Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law. And that verse 17 clearly states that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our sickness. And so here, it does say, yes, physical healing is to be mentioned in the Isaiah 53 passage. We will have spiritual cleansing and healing. We will have physical healing as well. We're going to have resurrected bodies. These are glorified bodies, and they will be free from any kind of pain. They will be free any kind of injury or illness. And that is a problem you can take to the spiritual bank. Speaking of which, around here right now as I speak on this, one of the largest banks in the country has collapsed. And people who had put their fortunes and their faith in that bank, it failed. And the Bible tells you our, our Lord won't fail. Other things may fail that we have put all of our trust in. But the Lord's not going to fail. And he makes a promise to the believer. Romans chapter 11 and verse 29 clearly states, The gifts and the calling of God are without repentance, one translation says. Another translation puts it this way, God's gifts and his calling are irrevocable. He's not going to take them back, and that is assured for you. And that's a promise for you. And among the many things, listen, think about this. Walking with God, Revelation chapter 21 and verse 3, learning from him, rejoicing in him, singing with him, Zephaniah chapter 3. 
And the other thing is in bodies that will not tire, in bodies that will not be anxious, in bodies, 1 John chapter 3 and 2, just like Christ. Oh, there's more we can say, so I'll stop for now and we'll get back into it. Thank you so much for being with me. I appreciate it. This is Brad. You are listening to the Questions About Heaven podcast. I appreciate so very, very much your support and your prayers, your encouragement. If you feel that you would like to help us out as I'm finishing up in our farm property here, uh, the barn recording studio, if you'd like to help us as I am setting up different Heaven is Home conferences, and you'd like one in your area, then please contact me. Write me at brad at zulon.org. That's the name of our Bible Institute, X-U-L-O-N, Zulon. Write me at brad at zulon.org, and we will get right back with you. If you would like to uh, find out how to donate, uh, how to learn more about our ministry, then look up our website at zulon.org, X-U-L-O-N dot O-R-G. God bless you. Thank you. And Lord willing, we'll talk soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's xulon.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.